0: What's up, y'all? You already know who it is. And in case you don't, it's Sugar Queen coming through from that Nola baby. Welcome to my podcast, Queen's Uplifting and Inspiring Podcast. I hope you're ready for this heat, cause I'm coming in hot. Sit down and grab your seat. And like we say down here in the Bayou, laissez le bon temps That means let the good times roll. For this episode on today, I have a special guest with me, Miss Cynthia Haines, and our topic of the of today. Look, I'm so excited! I'm getting tongue tied. <laughs> but our topic of today is secrets, like y'all know about them secrets and so we are just gonna um, talk about secrets on today I have this phenomenal woman of God and we're gonna just allow God to just have his way with us on today so go ahead miss Cynthia and introduce yourself to everyone
1: so hello everyone I am um Cynthia Haynes um I guess you can call me chaplain Haynes because um, I'm a chaplain in the military the army have been for over 20 years and uh, I'm a mother of uh three adult daughters and um i just published a book um and it's called uh, oh i got it right here i got it right here because she didn't say no you can get it on amazon so it's my untold story and uh basically me and queen met because uh we were in this um i don't know what you're gonna call a series that that we're doing on clubhouse And uh, each one of us represented a class. And so we decided, hey, I think we got something to talk about. Um, And it it was about secrets because we all have them.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm super excited. This is definitely um, something that I'm passionate about because I kept secrets for so long in my life. And it wasn't up until this year that God brought me back to all of those dark secrets that Mm -hmm. I had been keeping um Mm -hmm. those secrets that I had been keeping since actually the age of 11 uh they haunted me and it was like this dark cloud over my head and I was struggling with depression I was struggling with suicidal thoughts I was struggling with unworthiness and just a lot of different things because I hadn't released those secrets yeah yeah um, I just wanted to just bring awareness to that too, because a lot of people struggle with depression and just mm-hmm. everything, and we don't realize that those dark secrets that we're holding.
1: Yeah.
0: It that's that's a part of it too.
1: Mhm. And it just locks us down and keep us in bondage, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
0: So I want everyone to be free, um, and just know that God is a deliverer.
1: Yes,
0: he is. And it's okay to talk about it. We, we. I know. I grew up in a family system where, um, it was that big mama, big mama spirit. Don't you don't tell what goes on yeah. in my house. Don't, uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do that. But what it did was it, um, it just shut me down, and I didn't have an outlet. So yeah. for it going wrong in my in my life. I had no one to talk to. Because one, I didn't think that no one would believe me, and they didn't have that open door to where I felt comfortable to come right. and talk to anyone about.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so I, re- I can um, like in my book, it's a portion in my book, and so it was like God took me all the way back to childhood, of course, and um, I just remember this one incident where, and it was a, it was a, it was kind of innocent, but as a child. This is another thing you don't, you don't, you can't process it as a child. So you just, you go through it and you hold this thing and then you take the blame of it. And so I just remember at the age of seven, um, I had a little friend and my mom, my grandmother, they was bad on this. They were like, you don't go in the people's house. You don't go in nobody's house. If somebody try to give you some food, you don't eat it. <laughs> you can't have it. Don't ask nobody food. Don't go in nobody's house. And so this one particular time to cut it, you know, make it short. My friend wasn't outside, so I I went looking for her, went to where she stayed, knocked on the door. She had an older brother, and I guess he had to be about, he had to be at least 13, 13, 14. And so I told him I was looking for his sister. He told me, come on in the house. She was in there. Next thing I know, he didn't attack me, threw me on the bed, got on top of me, and I'm screaming, kicking or whatever. And I don't know what made him stop. But we didn't get to the part of where, you know, he was, he took my clothes off or whatever, but it was the point that he held me down. And so once I got loose, I never told a soul, because what I said was that I did something that my mom told me that I shouldn't have did. And so it was my fault that that happened. And so I walked around carrying that secret. And of course, what the enemy does is that when you have these little secrets, he starts playing with those things, right? And so then I had another incident where it was another, uh, I got, went to, you know, had uh, sex with a guy, had no business doing it. I was sneaking. He was the finest thing in school. And me and my friends, we had a bet. Oh, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. Right. (laughs) So I go, he said, come on over. I come on over. Next thing I know, I'm in the bedroom. I'm thinking I'm ready, but I wasn't ready and he wouldn't stop. And so next thing i know when he let me when he finally let me go it was blood all over the bed i was i was horrified by it was in severe pain ran out went home my mom wasn't at home so i was able to keep my secret clean myself up talk to my my best friend her and her sister she had an older sister who i I saw her as an aunt and so i was telling them what happened and they was like You need to tell your mom you need to go to the hospital because he could have damaged you. If I mean I was in so much of severe pain, but I was I refused to tell her because once again I went to somebody's house. I wasn't supposed to be there. So it was my fault. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and so and then the devil, like I said, he used I have bad relationships. So it's just over and over, but I'm keeping this thought that it's my fault. I'm not a good girl. Mm -hmm. So whatever happens to me i deserve it
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: keeping the secret keeping the secret because you're shamed you know you're embarrassed or you're thinking oh i'm gonna be in trouble you know they're gonna say i shouldn't have went there it was my fault mm-hmm. so seekers are very damaging very damaging
0: They are, yes they are <laughs> you are in my book woman oh my god <laughs> you in my book you in my chapter in my book like <laughs> that's in my life um, yeah because even with me starting off, I was asked to keep a secret at the age of eleven, where my step grandfather um tried to molest me. He asked mm-hmm. me if he can kiss me on my behind. I had went to school, but I was bold. I went and told the teacher you can kiss my Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. That thing, that thing boomeranged back <laughs> on me, and I got home and he asked me if he could kiss my mm mm Stop it. I'm not lying. I... No, ma'am. And so I kept it a secret. I didn't let them do it, but I kept it a secret. Um, right. And then after that, these different instances, just, you know, situations just started happening happening on up to when I was just 15 and I was raped. And mm. I was actually raped by a police officer. Mm. Um, and it's so funny because it's not funny, but it's, you have to be right. mindful of your children. Right. And it's really giving them that um, opportunity to talk to you and just bring everything to you. Because yeah. at that time, I was I was searching for love. Mm-hmm. I had a hard upbringing. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, I needed love. Yeah. I needed yeah. my father. And I didn't right. have that. Mm-hmm. And so um, this man offered to give me money. And so I, I took it. You know, at the age of 15, I was prostituting my body, Mm. like real talk. It was, it started off as, okay, I'm going to give you this money for oral sex. Mm. And I said, okay, and I took it. And then my mom called the police on me, and this man walked into our home. I did not even know that he was a police officer. Mm. I did not even, he lived in our neighborhood, so he had been watching me. Right, and and really, you know, he was he was a predator, a child predator. Yeah. Um, yeah. At that time, I didn't tell anybody, and I'm just like, when he walked in the door, I was like, "What?" Right. Oh my god! And so when that happened, I couldn't tell my mom, my, this man, you know, I've been getting money, right. from, I've been getting 80 dollars from this man. Yeah. <laughs> right. For the past couple of weeks, I've been getting my $80, but I couldn't tell her that. Mm-hmm. And so what it did was it opened up the door to me keeping a darker secret. And when he came to the house, he found out I was 15, because I did tell him I was 17, but he knew because it was a difference in our uniforms that we wore to school. So right. you know, I wasn't in high school because of the color shirt that I wore. Okay.
1: Okay. It,
0: even when he found out I was 15, he still brought me to his home. He still invited Mm -hmm. me to his home. And by me opening up that door for him to do that, he raped me. Right. Mm. And I walked around with that secret for so many years. I walked around with it to shame, just, just, you know, and and it did a lot of damage to me.
1: Right. It did a lot of
0: damage to me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Them secrets, I'm telling you. Because, like you said, it's kind of like embedded in us, especially in the African-American community. It's embedded in us that what goes on in this house, it stays in this house. You don't tell nobody none of our business. Mm -hmm. right. You keep it in the house. And then also, I came from a family of where my grandmother was like, you don't you don't show no emotion. Mm. Even if you sad, you don't show no emotion, you walk around like everything is all right. Mm -hmm. You don't cry because. You cry, you showing weakness. You gotta get up, shake it off, and keep on going. And so you never learn how to process. I can remember even as a kid when my father and my mother would have arguments. They never did it in front of me and my sister. What would happen is if they had a disagreement, they would pick, they would pack us up in the middle of the night, my mom, and she would take me to my grandmother's house. We never knew what was going on, but we knew we had to go for the night, go to my grandmother's house my aunties my grandmother they all would be outside talking to my mom and saying whatever they were saying and then they, of course the children you had to go in the back room but another secret mm. I not knowing what's going on so we're thinking so now you don't even know how to um i never tried to um i never knew how to stand up for myself or mm-hmm. even have certain um conf- confrontation with people because when i did see confrontation it was always something violent
0: that mm. happened
1: And then plus my parents, like I said, they never argued in front of us. Only time I knew my grandmother and grandfather was mad was when he had to fix his own plate. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, you didn't didn't know that they were having disagreements, so they never showed us that. So I never knew how to even have a disagreement and stand up for myself. So a lot of times in my marriages, I was pretty much silent. I didn't demand anything. It was just... Whatever you brought, that's what I took. Wow. You know, and, and the women, you take care of your household no matter what. You know, if you're running on the streets, if you ain't doing what, if you're married to him, you just take care of your household and do your, your woman duties, and that's it.
0: Wow. Yeah. I, you're in my book with that, too, <laughs> because I did not know how to stand up for myself at all because I was, I'm already a quiet person. I, I'm mm-hmm. more of an observer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so growing up, like I'm gonna read my poetry piece to you, okay? Too. You know, <laughs> you know but, um, like I didn't know how to deal with confrontation because yeah. of the abuse that started so early on, mm-hmm. and it actually started with my brother. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, when it came down to me speaking out and defending myself, I would always just get in trouble for it. Mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. I was just, and so it really just shut me up and I allowed people to just do what they wanted to do to me because I was afraid of confrontation
1: yeah yeah I was
0: afraid that somebody might hit me mm-hmm. you know right whatever and it and it just instilled a fear into me and yeah. to speaking up for myself but one thing about it I never was afraid to speak up for other people
1: all right I
0: always spoke up for other people. But when it came down to me, it was just like, well, you know, and that's how the enemy played on me. But now, baby, I'm telling (laughs) you, don't don't look. (laughs) Look, 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 all my friends laugh at me because me and my husband, we own a massive collection of firearms. I train women in the area of firearm safety. So, look, you can come for me if you want, baby. Don't look. I got the bullets, and I got the... the okay. Look, okay. That ain't,
1: what they, that ain't what they want, huh? You ain't
0: what you they want. want. <laughs> <laughs> don't come. <laughs> For real, don't come. So I, I train women now in the area because I was defenseless. Mm-hmm. Now I want I want women to, you know, like, no, I'm going to train you in the spirit, and I'm going to train you in the natural too. you going to pull out them AK-47s. You know, especially with me and my story, a whole Policeman, just, just yeah. different people just right. attacking me and, and, and stuff like that. So I'm going to actually, I'm going to get into my poetry piece okay. now. Because okay.
1: Because
0: after this, we're going to talk about your other secret. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. And so this piece is titled Secrets. I looked in the mirror. I hated what I seen. It was a beautiful woman standing across from me. She was beautiful on the outside. She seemed like she had it all together. Deep down on the inside, she was dangerous like stormy bad weather. She had X's and O's marked all over the place like a game of tic tac toe I remember the day I put a ring in my nose. I got my nose pierced. It hurt so bad. I was crying and yelling. I was screaming out for my dad. My bad. I must have forgot he left my mother for a bag. Lady, you gonna miss your bus. Drop mm. the baggage and carry the damage everywhere you go. Sit down and heal. Allow God to reveal it's time for you to get off of this hamster wheel. You've got places to go. Mm. Go, go, girl. I was yelling, no, no, when it's for my valuables out my treasure box. Good thing I didn't carry a gun bag then, but now I don't go anywhere without my Glock. Don't look at me like you're shocked. Should I call the police that's supposed to serve and protect? Well, he raped me too. That one was kind of hard to accept my mother called the police on me he answered the call dirty crooked cop how can you scream justice for all locked up bad guys but you want to trip and fall in young girls especially virgins filthy animal you can't come clean i'm not gonna even waste my detergent no more secrets i'm coming out clean today my body isn't burger king you can't have it your way i'm about to slay these devils i've got a lot to say Mirror, mirror on the wall. My, ble- my blood was spread all over the wall. He said he tripped. But somehow I kept falling for his lies. He was clever. He wore the, he wore a disguise. I saw the devil when I looked into his eyes. Eyes of fire. Mama, listen to me. He touched me. Girl, stop the madness. Mama, wait. He is a liar. Did she turn the deaf ear to me? Me, myself, and I, that's all I got in the end. I started running with the wrong kind of friends, but that's not where my story ends or begins. Beginner's luck. One time I got so angry at my mom, I yelled and told her, I don't give a flying. Uh-oh, you in trouble now. Sit down and think about what you did. Am wait, sit down and think about what you did. I did a lot, I almost forgot. Let's uncover the real reason why I'm still shell-shocked. I was a prisoner, locked behind a screen. I want out, I want out is what the captain screamed. Young queen filled with so many hopes and dreams. I thought I had life figured out, but it was all a dream. I was chained to my past and the horrific dreams. Dreams and screams coming from that double wide trailer. My brother would run after me. I call it a trail her, trail of her tears. He never acknowledged or apologized for beating me and choking me after all of these years. Years of pain. Painful memories running through my head. I wanted to die from the painful things my grandmother said. They said they hated me every time I stepped foot out of the bed. They blamed me when I got raped. They said I wanted it. Those painful memories, haunted and even taunted me. I felt lonely because no one really wanted me. Mm. I was abandoned and neglected. I never truly felt accepted. She chose a man over me. No wonder I felt so rejected. He beat me, too. He was my stepdad. He was supposed to protect me. It's me. It's me. It's me, oh, Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Answer me, me, God. My heart is filled with hopelessness and despair. I tried to catch my breath. I was gasping for air. Airplanes soaring through the sky. That time when the man from the union choked me, I almost gave up on life. I tried to commit suicide. We were so close, I couldn't believe it. Trip part about it, him and his supervisor asked me to keep it a secret. Secrets, secrets, how dare you ask me to keep it? We're not doing this no more. Hold up, peep this. Take your secret luggage away. I'm not tripping over you anymore. You've caused me too many delays. My time is up here. Don't you dare ask me to stay. No more secrets. I'm done keeping quiet. You can't bribe me or pay me to keep quiet. You hurt me and say I'm the reason you became violent. Violence mm. or blue. I was 17 and didn't even have a clue. My cousin and her boyfriend brought me to a swing to sex party where there were all the men and women ready to chop and screw. Screwdriver. I told her to hurry up, bring me home. She said I'm not the driver. She told me to keep it a secret. Another insider, insider's mm. edition. I know the details may be too explicit, but thank you for taking the time out. I finally got someone to listen.
1: Mm, that is beautiful. Thank that's you. Gonna, that's going to deliver a lot of people. Wow. That's going to deliver a lot of people. Because mm-hmm. it's raw, you know what I'm saying? And it's real. And then I think it's going to let them know that they're not the only one. Yes. They're not the only one. Yes. Wow, that was awesome, girl. I like that. You need to put that on a CD. Well, they don't do CDs no more, right? Is it?
0: <laughs> no, they do a podcast and they do okay. a
1: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> something digital anyway.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But yeah. I, I appreciate that because you know those were all of those were some of the secrets that I held on for so so many years, and yeah. I was just sitting there, and God was just bringing to me all of these different secrets. And I'm like, oh my God! I'm like, I didn't even know I held on to all of that stuff. And so that was God's way of freeing me from that secret and delivering me. And so right. um, one thing that caught my attention with you when mm. we met you was like, my daughter had a secret. And I said, now hold on, why is this baby telling her daughter business? talking about something her <laughs> daughter got a secret? Like, for real? Really? Yeah. And when you told it, I was like, oh my
1: God. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's mm-hmm. what I want to talk about now.
1: Yeah. So, you know, when I... For what made me um uh, write my book was because after this so for those who don't know my daughter um was uh 24 at the time this was 2 years ago october uh 17 um 2019 my daughter um she had this secret um she was she met this guy online um i never met him didn't know who he was and so apparently she had been involved with him and uh he had a very shady past um and he was abusive to her, and so the only person who knew her her secret and story was, was her um, best friend, that she called her best friend, and so the best friend never told us anything, and so um, this one particular incident, my daughter had got her um, nursing degree um, at the age of 23, she was a registered nurse, and so um, she got this travel nurse position that she really wanted, and so it was in Atlanta and so she would be gone for like three days and then come back home so she has two daughters and so on this one particular incident she decided that this guy that none of us knew she decided to take him on the trip and so um i guess they was out there for maybe about i guess almost a week and so i got a phone call from my ex-husband and he was like she's gone and i'm like who's gone and what are you talking about and so he said lucretia she's dead and i'm like okay you need to stop playing and uh because he was a trickster he would do stuff and i'm like this something that's too serious you you can't be playing it so i just couldn't believe it or whatever and so he was like they found her they found her they found her and this guy they were in a hotel they found him on the floor dead and so at that time he said i gotta go i can't talk more. i gotta go so um i had a guy friend um that's that I've been talking to or whatever. And so he was with me at the time. And so I told him what was going on. He was like, I, that can't be real. That can't be real. And I said, that can't be real. So I called my other daughter and I said, have y'all talked to, they used to call him Pops, my ex-husband. Hey, you talked to Pops? No, why? I said, well, he called me. Have you talked to your sister? She was like, no, I hadn't talked to her, you know, maybe a, a day or two ago or whatever. I said, well, he called me. I told her what he said. And right away, she just started screaming on the phone. Went out my daughter's name Lucretia just calling her name out and I said but I'm trying to find it I don't see it nowhere, whatever and then my guy friend found it it was a I think it was a a news article or whatever they were saying two found in the in the hotel it was in Atlanta I think it's uh Gignette County or something like that and um he says and so my friend was like sent I found it and so um, so anyway, so, you know, as time as it was a murder suicide, so he basically shot her and then he took his own life. And so I didn't start finding out stuff until after she had been passed. Cause then I had her cell phone. And so I can see in her cell phone, you know, like some of the conversations they were having, it was like, she lowered her standards to be with this guy. So she basically was taking care of this guy. She was paying for his hair cut, you know, he, he, she, she had her own car. So what he would do, he would drop her to the hospital where she had to work and he would keep the car. And so, you know, he would he she was trying to find a hotel or whatever, one incident, he was cussing out, like, where's that and this and that? And she like, you know, don't talk to me like that. I gave you the address and this and that. Another another time he was like, Oh, I need my haircut, and she was like, All I have is this amount of money, you know, I'll give so she just lowered her standards. And the friend came out and said that, you know, the guy he had been beat her one time and It was in another hotel and the people from behind the hotel had to come and break them up. But nobody knew all of this that she was going through and then come to find out she was having uh, low self-esteem and she was showing us one thing on the outside. You know, I got my nurse's degree. Um, She had graduated from high school ahead of her time. She got pregnant at uh, 15. So she had her two kids back to back, 15 and 16. And the guy who she got pregnant for. She was fourteen at the time. He was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Another secret: she had met this guy. Nobody knew about him. I ain't know nothing about it. And so, at the time, she was living with her father. I let her go stay with her father. He's always been a great dad. And so, it was just one of those times she got with a friend, met this guy. He got in her ear. Now she's pregnant. Now this guy, don't, this guy don't want to have anything to do with her. So now you, she's carrying these two babies. The guy she got pregnant for, who she thought was, you know, in love with her. Don't want to have nothing to do. They don't even want to see the babies. So I'm sure that was another factor that was, you know, as part of her her low self-esteem, but we never talked about it. And that was, I I feel like, because of, I wrote my book because I had so many secrets that my mom didn't know. My family didn't know, like all the abuse and stuff that I was going through. And so as they were growing up, they saw some of it, and it was like we never talked about it it was like, okay, mama was in it, now mama out of it, and we're good. But I never gave them the opportunity to process it because it was just like, we just not gonna talk about it. You know, like it never happened. And so I believe that my, um, I guess my life as a woman was a demonstration to my daughters. And so if mama's holding secrets and not telling nobody, then that means we probably need to keep secrets as well. And then don't tell nobody because we're shame. You know, we shouldn't have been in this situation for one. And so my daughter's story, like I said, you know, she had all these things that was going on with her low self-esteem, you know, she had other stuff that she was dabbling in that she had no business to be dabbling in. And it wasn't like she wasn't a Christian because she knew God. She knew not to play with God. You know, right. so when she when she did a dirt, she did a dirt and she just you know she just walked away from it. But um the enemy was able to come in you know on her path but had we known had she not kept the secret had i not kept secrets we might not be here today yeah
0: that's so powerful and thank you so much for that and so i'm i'm actually gonna um my sponsorship ad for today is quiet foundation and it's actually my organization that i have Where I mentor girls from the ages of eight to eighteen. And I make sure that they don't keep those secrets and that they have a safe place to go and talk to someone about um just different things so we don't end up here. So you guys go to quiet foundation.net, Q-U-I-D-F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N. Net to um, just check out my mentorship program and just uh, all the resources that I have there. And so thank you so much for that um, because that's so powerful. And that's why I just love conversations like this because it's mm-hmm. real and mm-hmm. it's raw. And mm-hmm. and we have to save our girls. And, yeah. even, and, and even though, you know, I, I, man, my condolences to you for your daughter because her not her secret. Her secret. Yeah. Her secret took her life.
1: Yeah. It took her life.
0: Her secret took her life, and i pre- and I know it took a part of you too. Mm-hmm. It damaged you. Mm-hmm. So secrets are are dangerous, and they they can be deadly. Yeah,
1: they can they be. deadly.
0: In your situation, it was deadly, and I'm so sorry for your loss, um, but I just love what you're doing, and you're speaking out about it, you wrote a book about it, so you actually turned her secret into your strength.
1: Right, right. Wow. Ah. That's, yeah, that's a good way of saying it. yeah. Yeah, because I was quiet for a long time, but I did know that I didn't want her to die in vain, and so I feel like her story is going to save somebody else yes so um you know like we said you know it got to come to a point where it doesn't matter how ugly the secret is you need to talk you need to tell somebody and if you're a friend of somebody and you know they're going through stuff and you know they got family that care about them you know be a good friend and tell the secret Mm. because it can save that person's life
0: yes yes And I just thank God because even with me, I found myself just in a lot of, um, a lot of bad situations. And I just thank God because your daughter could have been me. It could have been me easily. Yeah. Yeah. I've all, you know, I have lowered my standards in the past to where I just was doing some crazy things wow. and I didn't even tell anyone about those things that I was involved in until after the fake. And some of them, they won't even find out until they read my book because mm-hmm. of all the secrets that I kept. Yeah. And I put other people in danger from keeping right. those secrets. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just I just commend you, woman of God, for just telling, you know, like, whatever you need, whatever support, you know, like, I just know that God has just filled you up with his love and his joy because even after that, a mom, I'm probably would just be losing it. I couldn't imagine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's still hard. I mean, I it's it's gotta be God. It's gotta be God. But now I have her two daughters which are um nine and ten right now. And uh I feel like God has given me another opportunity to mold them and have you know, teach them that, you know, don't keep no secrets. And I don't care how bad it is, even if you think you're wrong in it you don't keep a secret we need to talk about it so they don't end up you know falling in the path that my generation has fallen into with keeping these secrets and you know connecting with the wrong people
0: right yeah. yeah and that's why we we're, we're here just to you know make sure our girls we have to save our brown and black girls mm-hmm. the enemy his job is to take them out we already have a disadvantage and um i believe that just Our culture, period, has just had that disadvantage, period. Right, Um, right. And being muzzled and just ashamed. And so now um, you stepping out and telling your story, it is going to win so many women and and young women. And just open up their eyes because the domestic violence race, I just know someone, um, another murder-suicide, just Mm -hmm. had someone else that was close to me experienced this in her family. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so it's definitely something that's not really talked about right right like everyone thinks i'm putting my business out there i'm putting my no but what you're doing is you're actually saving your life right you don't know what people have like i tell my daughter now that's why even with my daughter i have a 14 year old and i have an eight year old and Mm -hmm. so my eight year old she's she innocent so she don't she's not into that but right. my 14 year old, she has, she is, mm-hmm. you know, she has friends and she, girl, she, a, she be going to, the, she go to Christian school now, but you know, yeah. she was in private, I mean, she was in public school and now she done went to these people, Christian school and teaching these children and stuff. I'm like, look, girl, you better calm down. You're my, look, ma'am, you can't be doing that. <laughs> you know, like, girl, right. um, but she, she, I teach her, I tell her my story.
1: Yeah. I yeah. Teach,
0: I don't I don't keep nothing from them.
1: Yeah. And that's best. Teach,
0: they teaching them on TV, they teaching them okay. on YouTube, they teaching them at school. So why wouldn't we teach them? Exactly.
1: That's how you protect them by telling them. You know, I tell my daughters now with their young kids, you can't shield them from everything cuz stuff is going to happen. So it's best it come from you versus them finding it out in the street, you know, by one of the friends that really don't even know what they are talking about. You gotta talk about this stuff. And there is, like you say, it's all on TV. Even in little cartoons, it is everywhere.
0: It It is everywhere. everywhere. And and the enemy has just made it seem like it's just so common and so natural. That's the way it's supposed to be. He love you, girl. He hits you upside your head. No, baby, he don't love you. You better go. You better go. And you don't do a
1: second chance because when they show you who they are, believe them. Yes. Yes. You know it. It you know I think it, and I think my mistake was was because I would make excuses for them. You know, oh he's just upset today, so that's why he cussed us out. You know, that's why he called us these names. He was just upset. He just has an anger problem, right? So you you brush it under the rug, right? And then you don't you don't address it, and so it just it just continues to grow. That's who that person is, and so he might be a great person on the outside to other people, but he's a horrible husband. On the inside, you know, and you don't deserve to be called out your name. Mm. It only take one time, and you should be gone. Yes. you know, then we wait and be like, "Oh, okay, it was just the one." But no, you should never be called out your name. Even that counts as abuse.
0: Yes, it does. You don't deserve it. It does. It does. There's like when I tell you missy i done been through it you know and i'm just grateful for the husband that god has blessed me with now because i have been the physical the mental the emotional and financial i had a man walking around with my car in his wallet like it was his
1: yeah Mm-mm.
0: i allowed it and my daughters were seeing that and i was like no ma'am you gotta yep. go yeah you have to go and so um that's why I'm just grateful for honest conversations like these and raw conversations, because I actually just had a friend reach out to me and him and um, his wife separated. And when I found out the things that she was going through, you know, as a woman, you're like, all right, I want your marriage to work and all of this stuff. But as a friend, I'm like, no, babe, you need to get out and go. Like, right. he, needs to yeah. have, he needs to go to therapy. He needs to go to right. counseling. He needs to do all of these things. And so I haven't talked to him in like a year, but he reached out to me. And was like, "I need your help, you know. Um, I need your help to save my marriage." And and Holy Spirit said, "Leave that alone. Mm. He needs to come to me." Right. This woman right. has been through enough. You mm. know, the, the 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 human part of me is just like, "All right, I want to help you," right. but God is like, "No, he has anger issues. Mm. He needs counseling." Mm-hmm. He needs to come to me. Don't mm-hmm. you put yourself into it? Yeah. I'm like wow. Because what we, I know me. I had to go and see a therapist. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm I mm-hmm. had to go and sit on someone's couch. Right. I had to find a safe place. Yeah. To let yeah. The secrets out. Right. To help me with my anger issues.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because all of that stuff you holding it in, and you yep. you just don't know. You about to snap yep. <laughs> on somebody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. hmm okay. so Yeah. We need that as a people. We've been yep. through so much our race, period. Yep. And in order to save the next generation and for them to us to right our wrongs, we have yep. to do what we have to do.
1: Yeah. So know. I
0: thank God that you are getting another opportunity to be mommy again.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. right the wrongs and those girls, like I told you. Um, earlier those girls are they're gonna appreciate it yeah
1: they're
0: not gonna they're not gonna go through any of those things
1: yeah
0: at all at all yeah. god is good
1: yeah. i have a I have a scripture that i think um is fitting for this it's uh proverbs 15 the 11 verse and it says it's the message bible it says even hell holds no secrets from god
0: mm-hmm.
1: do you think he can't read a human's heart so in other words, you thinking you are keeping the secret, but God knows all and He sees it all. So who are you really? Who are you really hurting? Mm, you know, right. I believe that God is saying you got to bring it out. It had like we said before, it has to come to the light. He can't heal it if you're hiding it.
0: Ooh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what scripture? It's in the book of Proverbs. Um, it's Proverbs. I don't want to tell a lie, but oh. it talks about. Concealing the secrets, oh, pretty much like the secrets in the bloodline. Um,
1: Concealing.
0: Uh, you're keeping a secret and you won't prosper, There's something like that. Um, okay, I'm
1: gonna look it up while we while we still.
0: Let me see.
1: But uh, I mean, look, and then you think about David. What happened with David? He kept that secret that he slept with Bathsheba, knowing that this was somebody else's wife. And then, what if it, it, somebody lost their life behind the secret?
0: Yes, behind the secret. And even um, in the book of, oh, here it is, right here. Found it. What is it? Yeah, um, let me put it on my AMP version. <gasps> let me see. Uh oh. Let me see. Is it just all right? Proverbs 28 and 13. Okay. And it says, he that covereth his transgressions shall not prosper. Mm -hmm.
1: So
0: even that it's the same.
1: Yeah. You holding your, you're not going to, and it it makes sense. Think about it. Because while you holding this, whatever your creativity is, you're not even able to create because you bogged down with the secrets. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Mm You stuck. You can't get in a good relationship because you got so many secrets. And because you got these secrets, you can't even get healed and delivered and set free. So you can love again, or somebody can love you. Yeah.
0: May- and I tell you that those secrets were stopping me from receiving love. I, believe that. I was so guarded with my own children, with yeah. my own husband. I didn't even know that I was pushing them away mm. because I had all of this stuff that I didn't deal with. I didn't even know that it was my secrets from my past was affecting them. And, and this is my future. My husband would tell me, get out of the past, get yep. out of the past. And I was just like, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm yep. here, but I'm stuck. And so God had, cause at one point, I didn't think about anything of my past. It was just, I was all future forward. I was living, this is 2021. I was in 2025. Mm. And then when God set me down and said, I need you to write this book. I need you to undo these secrets. I was like, okay. And when he did that, I just found myself just trapped. This year right here, I was trapped in the 90s, Mm. in the early 2000s. Trying to just get all of this stuff out so I can move forward. Yeah, I was trapped. Yeah. I went. I I literally relived every in, in, incident in my life from birth. Mm. I had to get those secrets out.
1: Yeah, you had to get them out.
0: I had to get them out. Yes, so I can be, so I could prosper, so my soul can prosper, yeah. so my my family can prosper, so my right. relationships can heal.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. what. It yeah that's what it's all about Mm
0: -hmm. because i think the other thing
1: other thing that we don't realize is that when we go through trauma your brain doesn't process like it normally would because you 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 literally go to survival mode or crisis mode right and so after the incident is over you don't go back on it because some pieces you miss because you so that's the way we are that's the way god made us so Mm -hmm. our brain can protect us but what happens is that in that trauma, that process part, Satan drops a seed. And so the seed is dropped, right? And we never go back to to, to the trauma to process it so that the seed can get um unrevealed and God can give yeah. you the truth. So you living on a lie. I'm dirty. Mm. It's my fault. I'm just a bad, I'm just a bad child. Had I did whatever then this probably wouldn't happen to me. So I deserve it. And so you living off of that. And sometimes you don't even, you might not be saying it, but it's going on in your head. And because every time something happens, you always say, I don't deserve to have nothing good. So can't nobody love me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so until you reveal that secret, so God can go, you go back to that. And sometimes you got to go back through the pain. So that way you can, you can find those seeds that was planted and then that way god can say no baby that ain't true get rid of that that's that's a lie that satan has been pulling you (laughs) through your whole life and he's bringing certain people because you know what's inside of us is what we're like a magnet so whatever's on the inside of us is being pulled to us right Mm -hmm. so in that secret you got mess and so what you got you got mess coming to you (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: yes 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 That's why I got all my secrets out, cause I got tired of that mess coming to me, baby. I said, "Oh no, I no ma'am. no ma'am. yeah, yep. no." Yep. no. And but like you
1: said, it's through counseling.
0: Yeah, it's definitely through counseling because, um, like say you sweep stuff under the rug for so long. I had swept so much under the rug, and I didn't even know that I was in pain. I had, I, I, I um, God delivered me from a ten-year opioid addiction. Mm -hmm. All of the pain that I suppressed over the years, all of that pain I was trying to numb. And then, like, give it to me. Mm -hmm. Let me heal you.
1: Yeah.
0: Let me deliver you. Yeah. Let me, give me your secrets. Give me these dark things. Yeah. And I'm going to turn it into treasures. I'm going to add light on it. I'm going to add value to it because Mm -hmm. your story won't go in vain. Right. And like right. even with you, those secrets, you were able to turn it into a book. You were able to turn it into another source of income, another stream of income. Mm-hmm. You were able to take that secret mm-hmm. and turn it into a treasure. Right. So it's, now it's a secret treasure. Right. right. Oh, Go ahead. Yeah. A secret treasure now.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Won't he do it? Yes, mm-hmm. that is awesome,
0: man. So you do have another book also too, right? Well, I have. Um, you told me that I've already published. Mm-hmm.
1: I know another one is going to be coming out, but um, okay. I I actually had wrote a um, it was called Release It, and it's a uh, spiritual and moral injury, and it's more of a workbook, and uh, and it helps you to go over your um, traumatic experiences. But you go through it in a in a in a biblical way, and Mm -hmm. so um, so I did that first because I worked with some vets and of course you know PTSD, and uh, you know when we go through those things that we go through, we have PTSD too,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because of all the things that didn't happen to us. And so um, so anyway, so that's what yeah. So it's called Release It, and that's and that's on um, Amazon as well. So it's Release It, um, moral injury, moral and spiritual injury, yeah. Uh
0: Amazing! That is amazing. So I need y'all to go and get Miss Cynthia Haynes' book. Mm-hmm. Release it on Amazon, and because she did not say no, because she yeah. ain't, I, I go because she ain't say no. No, oh, because she didn't say no. Okay, correct me you, because because <laughs> she didn't say no. Yeah, because yeah. She didn't say no. So y'all go ahead and um go to Amazon and get those reads and just. Wow! Allow God to just heal you and peel back those layers of your heart, so that you can release it and you can say no. Right. So say you can no say no. Say, yes. no. say Yes. No. Say no. Yes. No. And um, also
1: I have um, release it podcast. You can get it on Apple, um, Google, Pandora. It's on all those, but it's called Release It podcast. So um, wow. and I I do talk about a little bit of the uh the workbook on there more. So.
0: yeah check me out yeah yeah so she helping us release it. she is definitely helping us just get it out and just do some um some amazing things so we honor you woman of god and we really just appreciate you for just coming out and just um kicking with us on today like may god just bless you tremendously and everything that your hand touches prosper because you told the secret
1: yeah yeah
0: Catch us on Clubhouse, y'all. We're going to be on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. We will definitely be on Clubhouse. We're going to be doing a lot of a lot more things together. Um, we have a room coming up this week right here on Secrets. So I'm super excited about that. And we're yeah. partnering and collabing and doing a lot of other things as well. Yes. So I'm going to drop this. If anyone else is interested in writing their book, another one of our sponsors for this show is Rochelle Baker. She is a publisher. She's a deliverance minister. She's a, oh, my God, writing my book with her brought me through so much deliverance, healing, and freedom. And so if you guys are interested in writing your books and you need a book coach or you need a publisher, go to IamRochelleBaker.com. And she will definitely help and assist you guys with that. I Oh, my God, 100%. Like, go 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 check it out. Uh, <laughs> So, Miss Cynthia, would you like to say anything else? Would you like to close us out in prayer? or Anything like that you are welcome to?
1: Okay, I close us in prayer. That'd be good. Yeah. So, Father God, I just say thank you. Thank you for this new connection. Um, I look forward to see what you're going to do in the, in the coming days with us. But whoever was listening to this um, episode, I pray that you touch their heart. I pray it ministered to them. I pray that it would give them the courage to be able to open their mouth. And let their voice be heard so they can tell their story so they can be delivered and set free. I just pray that hearts and minds become um, set free through you, God, because we get liberty through you, God. And what what you make free, it stays free. So I pray that whatever connections that they need to connect with, that the resources that they need so they can go out and get the counseling, so they can go out and get the help that they need, that you provided, God. You lead the way. And whatever I didn't know to pray in this prayer, God, go beyond this prayer and let your spirit go and minister to your people, touch their hearts and get them delivered and set free. And I pray you do this in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Prayer Warrior. <laughs> thank you so much for that amazing, mighty prayer. And I just thank you so much for coming on. And we will definitely be collabing and connecting. And so, you guys, Thank you for checking us out, and until next week, I'll see y'all then for another dose of that Louisiana heat.